Got my headphones on backwards. Are mine on backwards? Nah. So let's get this all the way back here. <clears throat> yeah. That sounds so good. What? Crack open one of these holiday wisers. Good morning, evening, or afternoon. You're listening to discussions on the Distraction Network. I am your host, the holiday, <clears throat> the one and only, the greatest, the guy with big long suit, big long, big red, <laughs> winter fresh, the kid. All those things in one. It's your boy Holiday. <laughs> I'm here tonight with Say it. A man called Tez. Yeah. That's who I'm here with tonight. A man called Tez. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he don't have any social media, but if he did I would tell y'all to hit him up and tell him what you think about his name. That's what I was waiting on. <laughs> I was like, I had no name. <laughs> Woo! You know what? Maybe we should have gone with that. The man with no name. That, don't sound that cool. wouldn't make it. No. No. All right, so we got Taz here today. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and we're going to have just a regular conversation, right? All right. Now, start this off. You wanted to conversate about LeVar Ball, right? Yeah. Um, the situation, yeah. Kind of, it kind of bothered me a little bit. Um, because to me, I think it's indicative as to why black people have been eating shit in this country. And This guy said indicative. That's a big word. <laughs> it's like, okay. It's pretty much a clear example of why we've eaten shit in this company. Okay, clear example sounds a lot better. All right. Um, and why, if, if we don't change the way we think, we will always be eating shit in this com- country. Because I think it was Dick Gregory that said it, that if you don't have an entrepreneurial mindset, you're in the wrong country. I think he said that like towards the end of his life, I believe. Yeah, that's how I said in This Is America, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, in America, like... I don't understand this whole, like right now in Congress, they're talking about we, we're not a socialist country, we're a capitalist country, we are blah, 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 blah. Yes, in America, we are all capitalists. Um, to say someone is socialist because they want the playing ground in America to be more even is something that we have actually been trying to do ever since 1776. So, so that's that's the year we gained our independence as a country, right? That was when they declared it. They didn't really gain yeah. it until they won it. I guess you can make the argument that since they were fighting the war, they considered themselves independent as right. a nation. So, um, since 1776, that's what we have been trying to do in America. That's the reason why we seceded or tried to secede. This is the reason why the southern states seceded again, and we had the Civil War. This is the reason why we have... Uh, what's this thing called? That all when black people say we equal. Um, civil rights movement. Yeah, we had the civil rights movement that we're still having today because <laughs> equal rights is not equal yet. It's not equal. So we have this whole civil rights movement. We have the equal rights movement. We have the LGBTQ 
IA plus I got it right, y'all. You didn't think I was gonna get it right, but twelve months ago ain't no shit about that. I just call it the alphabet boys. But <laughs> but this is what we've been preaching in America since seventeen seventy six and before. It's probably what the slaves were preaching when you when we was bringing them over. I said we because we are America. We're Americans. Americans are bringing over Africans and using them as slaves. This is what the Indians was probably. No, 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 let's go back. This is what the colonists was yelling about when they came over and were shunned by the Indians or Native Americans, whatever, whichever one you want to call them. So since day one, we've been here on this land saying that we should have equal rights. And <clears throat> part of equal rights means you have to have um, the playing field at least a little bit fair for everyone and that also goes with business like we have to have a capitalist mindset if you want to lead in America but if everyone has a capitalist mindset America cannot work you understand what I'm saying I get what you're saying but I don't know how much so I agree think about that. this though we always say this you play football right yep yeah, he was a football player one time. Big boy Tez. Yeah. The football player. Yeah. So, playing football. <laughs> I once blocked for four touchdowns in a single game. You did who? I once blocked for four touchdowns in a single he game. You blocked for four touchdowns in a single game. The Married with Children reference. Yeah, that's what he did. <laughs> they can hear all that. I do that on purpose. <laughs> um... On a football team, right? If everybody wants to be a quarterback, every single lineman, every single receiver, every single defensive player, if all of them went out for quarterback and refused to be anything but a quarterback, would you even have a team? You wouldn't, but I think that's a little different. No, 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 no. So if everyone here in America wanted to be a quarterback, you cannot have a team. Okay. So you're going to need people that don't want to have the pressure because on your own, but taken from a guy who owns one, who owns, well, I guess owns because I still, it's not liquidated yet. So from a person who owns a business, um, who is starting a new business and has worked for himself for a long time, it is very hard to be a business owner. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot easier, a lot more less pressure. So, if you go to work and you just do A, B, like, if you go to work, and I'm going to start from the low, I ain't going to say the lowest, but I'm going to start from, like, a minimum wage position. Entry level. Entry level position. So, look at you, correcting lies and me, just like the other guys do when they hear. Look (laughs) at you, you part of the team. But, um, at an entry level position, your job is to go in and do what you're told. If it's mop floors, your job is to, every day you go in, the manager go point to a spot, you mop that floor. Right. If it's plunge toilets, you go point to a toilet, you go plunge it. I say he, but that person, the manager will. I'm not plunging so the damn toilets. But that's the entry-level position. Yeah. Then you might become a mid-level manager or something. So your job is to tell all of these people 
which floors to clean right. and when to clean these floors. Or your job is to tell these people which toilets they get to clean when. All right, then you go to upper management when you tell the lower management, hey, we need to clean building one, two, and three on Wednesdays and Thursdays. And on Sunday, we need to go clean building seven over here. Right. And then as you go up, you have more and more responsibility. You have to do more behind the scenes work. You're not actually out there doing something, but it's more strain on the brain. And some people don't want that shit. They just want to go in, do their job, and leave. Now, that's entry-level position where you go and do your job and leave. And like in the IT field where I work at, entry-level positions is a little bit higher up as far as pay goes, but it's still entry-level. But in all across the board, a lot of people don't want those higher stress jobs, right. even though they pay more. Right? Right. Well, I, okay. And thinking about it, I think what threw me off was your analogy. Because team sports is actually, when you think about it, very socialistic. Like, okay, not everybody can be the quarterback. But you know what? If I don't block, that quarterback has no success. If like, he can't get the ball off in time. If right. he can't get the ball off in time, the receiver doesn't get the ball. And we don't score or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm doing work. Quarterback is doing work. Wide receiver is doing work. We're all doing separate work. But we're all getting that same touchdown, basically. I think that's what threw me off. Um but, but and okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Keep going. But the thing is though, capitalism in of capitalism in of itself is like an individual sport. So to your point, not everybody wants to be that high level guy. Um because not everybody wants to be that high level guy because nobody wants to put that work in. So Usain Bolt, you know, maybe it's genetics, you can say he's naturally that fast. But I guarantee you he's putting in a lot of work training, you know, to maintain his body because think about it, the Olympics is every four years. Yeah. That's a lot of time to actually, you know, to actually get out of shape, basically. Yeah, they have world championships every year, though. But those ain't the Olympics, though. I know Olympics is. It's just more glory. They say it's the same exact thing. What I'm saying is... It's just more glorious every four years. So my point is for the Olympics, you probably training your ass off like in ways you didn't in those three years hence. Mm-hmm. In between, basically, I'm trying to train my ass off for the <laughs> second half of this year, though. But um, the thing is, with with, with capitalism, um, in the Laval Ball situation, you had a man who was trying to do, and whether you like him or not, he was trying to do what most of us complain about in this country. We don't get a fair shake. He said to hell with the fair shake. Right. I want to do things my way. Um. And he did something that was, I wouldn't say it's unprecedented, it's just a little bit unusual. And the thing that was bothering me is when you see on these sports shows, like the last two weeks since I heard that his family kind of, they don't mess with him like that no more. That was like, I had that what you get. Yeah. And I'm like, all these black dudes from Chris Carter and surprisingly Shannon Sharp. I don't mm-hmm. know if they had some type of personal beef that we didn't hear about, but they bad mouthing the man. They poo-pooing the man every time they talk about him. And now everybody's like, why'd you mess with that guy that stole the money? For anybody that doesn't know, it was a bit of a situation where this guy walked off with like $1.5 million from the family. I believe the number is one point five. million. They upped it to two. The two? Yeah. He walked off with $2 million. And they're like, well, why'd you work with this guy? He already had a history of that. And I'm like, well, maybe he had to work with him because every time someone hears LeVar Ball's name in the media, you got something bad to say about the guy. All because, one... He's self-confident, 
Like his claim of being able to beat Michael Jordan in one on one. Yeah. Like I don't know. Maybe he can. My, I only ever seen Hell Michael no. Jordan play. He can't. But uh, I understand. My, though. Yeah. <laughs> All I ever seen is Michael Jordan play a team sport. I don't know what Michael Jordan looks like one on one. Um, they he, like he his son. He's like, is your son better than Steph Curry? They jumped on him because he said, "Yeah, like, what is he supposed to say? My son isn't that good." No, my son ain't that good, man. But yeah. you, you know, Steph Curry wasn't able to see. Like, he was blurry vision the whole time he been playing basketball, and he just finally got contacts this so week. You mean to tell me he's been doing all that with bad vision? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh snap, boy! <laughs> this dude, but the average ninety a game. <laughs> They say he shot over fifty percent last night. Uh, the other shoot, night bro, when they played he the Lakers, he's gonna shoot a three pointer in New York from Miami. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's, that, that just bothered me. It's like, and again, this is why I don't want to say it's the crabs in the bucket mentality because I think that's a bad analogy too. But it's like, why are you trying to downplay? Why why are you down on the man that's trying to do what we need to we need to be doing in this country as a people? I can tell you why. One, One because I mean it's. I'm going to tell you from a couple of perspectives. One, with black people, we listen to what white people say about black people, and we trust that more than we trust what we think about black people. So we have... Why am I nodding like people can see me? (laughs) (laughs) So we uh, we have the Ball family here. They're actually trying to start their own thing and become their own thing, but it, it can't happen because, for one... Black people not getting behind him nope. to do that. Which now, is I what was, I will say the five hundred dollars shoes is a big reason why. Because I don't care if Jordan made it, I'm not buying no damn shoes for five hundred dollars. That was a mistake of his, but let me tell you what. The wrong people was in his ear. Think so. So what what I would do if I was him, I would say, Hey, these are gonna be the first edition of the shoes. Right. Um, I do need help getting this fully off. So these first editions, there'll be special edition shoes. We go price them at five hundred dollars. These are one of a kind shoes. I'm only gonna sell a thousand. Right. Right behind that, you drop some regular shoes. Price them at a hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. People don't want people. You you've been young and black before, so you know it, it's a threshold of shoe. Once you start go below that threshold, then your shoes are cheap. Right. Yeah. Like so. Like fifty dollars, I believe it was a threat. Yeah. yeah. So we had you couldn't you couldn't wear you could wear Nikes. Nike you could buy Nike for twenty dollars. Ain't nobody give a damn because Nike had the it's name Nike, yeah. Adidas. Same thing. Reebok you couldn't roll up in Reeboks no more. So I could roll up in Reeboks when I was in high school. So but you're like what ninety three years younger than me. <laughs> I think we run the same age. Are you? Yeah. Older than thirty five. No. Okay, we're not the same age. Okay. So, problem when you was coming up, were, were people able to wear high, um, Reeboks when you was in high school? Soldieries. The Princess Reeves, Soldieries, about the only thing, right? The classics? Yeah, like Cash Money Records taking over for the 99 Yeah, 99 <laughs> Girl, you working with Smash Yeah. You Smash Yeah, making niggas. Nah, they weren't Willie D's. It's huh? They weren't Willie D's. Now, for anybody who's listening, Willie D's is what we in Charleston called Air Force Ones back in the day. Give me to par. I hated that damn song so because So I could get the stuff in my Willie D's. <laughs> get the stuff in my Willie D's. <laughs> right. But you're right, though. Yeah, when somebody said Willie D's, man, I said, what the fuck is that shit? <laughs> They're like, them things on your feet. Oh, okay. But see, and you're right, though, because that's why Stephon Marbury's shoes, which were pretty much 
uh, which are pretty made much made in a, the same factory with Jordans. Yeah, and it was actually a, a very good idea, but black people poo pooed it because it, they were cheaper than fifty dollars. Yeah, so that, that's that. That's what goes on. So that part, and then number two, I mean, ain't no white people trying to see no black man come up like that. So what we're gonna do is take a quick break, though. Once we come back, we'll continue with the conversation with say your name. A man called Tez. <laughs> All right. Holla. Are you in the know? Do you want to know the latest happenings, where to go? In today's world, it's all about encounters, learning, growing, living. It's time to do more than just exist. It's time to have an encounter. Life-changing, mind-blowing, impactful, beneficial encounters. And it's all right here at your fingertips. Encounter the magazine. Have you had an encounter today? www.encounterthemagazine.com www.facebook.com forward slash encounter me to encounter me to at gmail.com that's encounter me the number two at gmail.com encounter the magazine and I'm back <laughs> uh, I'm here with a man called Tez I'm here with a man <laughs> Call Tess. <laughs> uh, that's my Denzel laugh. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. A man called Tess. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> a man called. What you telling me? Your name is a man called. Anyway, you know what's funny about that? What's funny? Whenever I like talk to my nephews and niece, whether I'm dropping knowledge on them or I'm trying to tell them to quit messing up, mm-hmm. I always talk like Denzel for some reason. <laughs> you know, like. Why did you hit your brother? Oh, because he dropped the ball. That's that's what you're telling me. <laughs> I always do. I don't know why. I, I maybe because I watched Denzel movies growing up. Yeah. And he was always the sound of authority in his movies. Mm-hmm. But I always, I immediately, I don't so even talk. You tell me. Yeah. You hit your brother because he dropped the ball. Your brother dropped the ball, <laughs> and you want to hit your brother because he dropped the ball. <laughs> that's how you be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid one day I'm gonna go off like on training day. Hmm. Ow. Both you motherfuckers <laughs> shoveling shit in Pelican Bay. <laughs> I'm your uncle. If I'm you your... don't put that fucking pacifier down. Did you be screaming for Jake in the background? Jake! <laughs> that hurt my throat. Uh, <laughs> no homo. <laughs> pause. pause. <laughs> Super pause, man. Oh, yeah. Always pause. We're not supposed to say that anymore, but fuck it if you're that sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can always pause, man. I don't give a damn what time. Yeah, yeah, I, don't I don't care who it is. Man. 2,000 years from now, I'll be saying pause, pause. if I'm still alive. Pause, motherfucker. <laughs> pause. pause. But, um. Before I have to put them pause on you. Oh, my God. Anyway. So, <laughs> uh, we love talking about how white people hate black people and black people hate white people, right? Right. Okay. Um, you had something to say about that? Do you have a line? Yeah, but that was little. That was a little later. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you got to set it up though, man. Cause that, that Shit, line was I forgot funny. your line. You were talking about Laval Ball and his homeboy, the cat that stole the money. Oh yeah, I forgot the whole shit. I don't. Maybe it'll come back. Maybe it'll come back. So what we did was we was offline going through the commercial. He's like, "Yo, I said something. I want to say it again." I said, "Now nah, we had to delete that whole thing." 
You like how you just set it back up, but y'all know how my brain works. Y'all know I don't remember shit. <laughs> 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 anyway, so LeBron has a homeboy. Homeboy stole two million dollars. So when homeboy steals two million dollars, it, it it's probably because people just don't trust him like that. Like LeVar Ball was going everywhere else trying to get these loans, trying to vet out people to make sure that they wouldn't go take his money or they wouldn't go fuck him over like dude ended up doing. But the dude ended up fleecing him and being the best option that LeVar Ball had. So um, that's why he went with that guy. And it's, it's just a shame that so many people was hating on LeVar. For no, and for no other... No, not speculative. I don't know... I don't know if that's okay. I don't know if that's why that specific guy was chosen, but the fact that he didn't get better people around him, right, um, is because every LeVar time Lamar Ball is in, I'm just gonna say it like this: his son is an NBA player, right? Right. His son already put up the money for it. Was putting up the money for it, right? There's no reason that his son is an NBA player. And they couldn't go get a real loan from a real bank. Now, maybe they did, but there was no reason why they couldn't go get a real loan from a real bank and have a real certified um, money guy, money guy, accountant, money guy, whatever, to be able to divvy up these funds or do the paperwork or make sure everything is done that, that needs to get done. Right. Like, they had to take all the shortcuts. They had to do it the hood way for some reason. Right. And that reason is because every time you hear his name on TV, they just, they just, they, they shitting on the man's name. And people talked about this man like he was Trump. And like, what did he do besides be self-confident? Nah, they weren't talking about like he was Trump. He was getting something. There was, there pe- okay, people in the media specifically probably wouldn't throw in his name out there like Trump. But if you saw the energy that, that actually fed then you would see like people talking about this guy like he's in, like he's the worst person in the world. All he's Are you doing saying is, black people was talking about him like he was Trump? Because the white people that was talking about LeVar Ball was saying the completely opposite about Donald Trump. I think what it was doing was giving <laughs> white people the it was giving white people the clearance. All we did was open the one we, we formed the runway, they came in hot. Going at his name. Yeah. And that's all it was doing. And then like I said, you got these guys on on the media all these ex-players, current players, just acting like the man did something wrong for being self-confident. The man is an ex-athlete. Self-confidence is what we do. I can't get on the football field or, or basketball court and think, man, this dude about to kick my ass up and down this field. What was the point of me playing there? There is no point. So, back to it. If you have a capitalist mentality, you have a capitalist mentality, you also need social people. I ain't gonna say a socialist mentality. Me, I have a a capitalist mentality, but I know socialism that I could, is necessary. Uh, yeah, I know how to be a follower too. I know how to see when it comes to that. If I, if I'm not leading something, yeah, I can switch over and be a team team person. Right. So, like when I got into the navy, my goal was to make. My E6 or E7. Yeah. So in order to do that, basically he knew what to do. And I just do what he tell me to do and I do my best at it. So that. That's all you can ask anybody, really. Is it done? Yeah. 
Oops, I'm sorry, guys. Let me put my computer on pause because I put my cell phone on silent, but I have this spiffy MacBook Pro that came out last year, bought it brand new, cost me $4,000. But what I had no to big deal. put it on silent. You know what I'm saying? So let me go over here and hit the silent button on my MacBook Pro that cost me $4,000, and then I'll be right back. Hold on, please. All right, I just hit the mute button on my MacBook Pro that cost me $4,000, and now I am back. You way oversaw that. I thought you was about to stop and do all kinds <laughs> of things. <laughs> I was like, okay, that was it. Yeah. You oversaw that like The Rock. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? We were talking about my $4,000 um, MacBook Pro said thing. We were done talking about specifically about Laval Ball. We moved on to capitalist mentality, and yeah. you mentioned the Navy. You was like trying yeah, to get so the E6. Yeah, my um, I wanted my E6 to become an E7. So in order for that, I had to play my part on the team and do my best. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, once I started getting ranked and becoming older, like my goal became bigger. So instead of just making my E6 E7 our direct chain, it was to make my division the best division. At the company. Right. And then basically I got out of the Navy when I started rapping. My goal was to make everybody that was in Southern Comfort Records ball. You know I what just, I'm saying? I just want to say that if I wasn't rapping, baby, I would still be rapping Sadie's. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your favorite line? From Pimp C, maybe. Maybe? Yeah. Cool. That's what's up. Uh, let's see what my favorite line is all time. Oh, all time line? Hmm. Um... I'll give you my two. Two, okay. And these are neck and neck, right? Two parks, and they wonder how I live on my block. No, five shots, niggas is hard to kill on my block. Yeah, yeah. And and they wonder how I live on my block. Right. Niggas is hard to kill. Five shots. Five shots, yeah. I'm, co- I'm confusing the Pastor Troy hook that actually he sampled that or stole oh, it. Oh, you know about that, huh? Yeah. All right. Um, but neck and neck with that is big boys. YKK on your zipper because the fact that he sat there and thought about I mean first of all everybody knew YKK is on your zipper and the fact that he put that in that line and actually worded it in a way that actually made sense structurally most people don't know YKK is on the zipper is it still on the zipper though? it should still be on your zipper because there's only one company that makes zippers it's YKK really I gave him my look this now as in what the hell are you talking about and I keep doing stuff like that so people can see me. Have you ever looked at your zipper and saw YKK on it? Yeah, before that. I just never thought about the fact that YKK is on my zipper. It's, on, it's on everybody's zipper. Yeah, it's the only thing I've ever seen on a zipper. No matter what kind of pants you have. Yeah. <laughs> if you wear some Gucci's, it's YKK on your zipper. How's that? Okay, YKK. If you wear some Levi Stratus from Walmart, YKK is on your zipper. Now, they do realize that they're anti-monopoly laws in this company, right? In this country, right? It's not in this country. What's YKK from? YKK is like a Thailand. I want to say Thailand. I thought you were gonna say it's one of those like um, those foreign banks that really control the Federal Reserve. So all my conspiracy theorists out there. <laughs> now it's only one company that makes it, but, but let me rephrase that. There's only one company that co- bigger companies pay to make their zippers. Okay. And all the companies pay that one company to make their zippers. All right. But yeah, that's my two favorite lines. YKK on your zipper and Tupac's How I, How I Lived with Five Shots. On my block. Well, I think 
my favorite line ever is as Moses parted seas and Jesus made wine and Noah built boats holiday rhyme yeah <laughs> that's my favorite line that's my favorite line ever so he that's one of your lines he told my own horn that's my favorite line ever though. I feel that though dude dude when I said that I was like ah! I feel you man oh, put his own line in there I feel you on that touch one touch myself <laughs> <laughs> um by somebody else though I would say it is oh she wants that thug shit that money and drug shit and you must ain't hitting them right cause ever since that night that bitch been hitting my phone trick daddy homie <laughs> two double Oh, strong number two, though, I guess would be three since one is 1A, 1B. Um, juveniles on um, Run For It on 400 Degrees, which is the run, only run album. Run for it, run for it, run. Which is the only album I can listen to from front to back without stop, without skipping or stopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he goes, now you could be coming through and running to a gun if you feel. They ain't going to do you shit because you're real. The mm-hmm. fact that that, just, that flow got me. And the fact that he just... He rhymed those. He rhymed like three sentences. He didn't yeah. really rhyme words. He just rhymed sentences. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think out of Southern albums, I think it's out of Southern whole albums, I think 400 Degrees is the greatest. You think so? Your work notwithstanding. Outside of your work. No, I ain't no. I ain't never made like real platinum. I only been underground platinum twice. So. <laughs> Going, right. <laughs> I ain't really do nothing. <laughs> but yeah, 400 degrees. 400. 400 Degrees was the album that locked the South up. Locked, no, it did. It locked rap up for the South. Yeah, it did. Because you think about it, we never look back. Nope. Nope, nope. Um, I like another verse. Let's just say verses we like. So, Because okay. we in this one. You say you got a man at home, but he ain't getting deep in your guts. He ain't freaky enough for me. I eat it up, beat it up, then switch sides. Eat it up, beat it up, then switch sides. That's Field Mob, homie. Yeah. <laughs> Field Mob, Mob, Mob was the truth. Field Mob, they had a song. Um, it was like um, the Blackberry Sweetie the Juice. Yeah. It was like, uh, what? how you start off? They said Marvin Gaye ain't black. Whatever. They said Michael Jackson ain't white. Whatever. And Venus and Serena done beat more white girls than OJ and Rick James put together. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. (laughs) That shit was so hard. I think honorable mention, though. But he said with a high-pitched voice, it's like, and Venus and Serena done beat more white chicks than OJ and Rick James put together. (laughs) Now, Michael Vitz, the new black Everybody used to rap, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Shit! Oh damn! I left number four. Gangsta Black. I don't know how many people ever heard of Player Fly. Because if we talk about verses, both of their second verses on Nobody off the um, Player Fly's Moving On album, right? Dope as fuck. Um, Never heard it. Anybody listening to this, listen to Player Fly Moving On. But Gangsta Black's line, actually no, they both had dope lines in that album. That song. Um, Player Fly goes. Um, he says, his adversary, talking about Gangsta Black, like, mm-hmm. his adversaries, I'll flatten them. Flies, he always says flies to the eye. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He goes, he goes, his adversaries, I'll flatten them. Black's pockets, I'll fatten them. Gold and silver might be nearer, but we planning on platinum. That's what's up. Um, Gangsta Black was one of the dopest and funniest lines I ever heard in a rap song. He goes, I drain more harder than Drano, kick you harder than Kano. <laughs> and when I heard that shit, I busted out Kano laughing. wins. Right. <laughs> but um, how do we get on the rap? Keep going. Oh, okay. Like yeah. Um, but yeah, that's those are my favorite lines in hip hop. I don't know how we got on the rap. I forgot about that. We were talking about Lavar Ball in them, right? We were, but I was about to say something. I, I can't do favorite lines without saying, "Yeah, <clears throat> I'm alive again, more alive than I have ever been in my whole life." And I can see these people's ears perk up as I grasp the pen. I'm a little bit sicker than most. Shit's better get thick again. They say that hard shit. Like they say that. Damn it. I don't know. So it goes, ain't never giving in again. Caution to the wind. Complete freedom. Look at these rappers, how I eat them. So why the fuck would I join them when I beat them? They call me a freak because I like to spit on these pussies because I eat them. No, before I eat them. <laughs> man, get these whack cocksuckers off stage. Where the fuck is Kanye when you need them? Snatch the mic from them. Bitch, I'm going to let you finish in a minute. Yeah, the rap was tight, but I'm about to spit. About to split the whole. Anyway, mm. but it's Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ain't heard it in so long. The dirt but the whiskey it's rap. like uh that nigga just he walked on so he did a song with Lil Wayne No Love, right? Yeah. And he walked in that booth and he just said exactly what he was about to do when he said, I'm about to eat this whole motherfucking verse up so hard, you niggas go get off this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like that that was and it seemed like that whole year that was his mission, so I love that verse. Right. Even though I fucked it up just now, I actually know the verse, but I ain't heard it in so long. Speaking of shitty so. aftermath. Uh, well, that genie, that shady aftermath genie connection. Yeah. Lloyd Banks had one too on Bad News back before I think Fifty Cent blew up. When they used the Nina, I think it was Nina, Edda James or Nina Simone beat. Okay. Um, Lloyd Banks says, "I ain't a wrestler, but I put your bitch in a Boston crab." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that shit was so dope. Lloyd Banks looks too much like B Pompa. <laughs> I can't take him serious no more. <laughs> <laughs> I remember people kept saying that. Yeah. But uh, the young buck did a verse in, in that. That um, dude did. But man. he did a hook, and the hook, it goes like, "Die should not steal, die should not kill, but brought me the wrong way, nigga, and I will." I like that shit. Yeah. MC Ren. And then he started off a verse that goes, "I brush my teeth, grab my heat, and go." Nah, I brush my teeth. Do something and go grab my heat. I'm in too deep. I can't say fuck the streets. I need some sleep. Ah, but bitches still coming. Ah, uh, fuck it. But yeah, <laughs> MC Ren had one too on um a nigga always into something. Mm-hmm. When he goes, I think he started off his second verse with like, when I'm not, if I'm not into something, I don't feel right. So I grab a piece and go ride around murder motherfuckers. And I forget how the line went exactly, but that shit was kind of dope. Oh 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 oh. Why are we talking about music? Have you heard Old Time Road? Nah, I think you sent out information on that, but I didn't get a chance. You to listen didn't to listen to that shit when I sent it to y'all. It's just said like Billy Ray Cyrus is on it. None of y'all listen to me. None of y'all fucking listen to me. I bet my wife ain't listen to it. I guarantee you, Pat ain't listen to it. Pat, Pat probably didn't. Pat ain't listen to it. <laughs> Pat I sent it to Dre. I sent it to D. I know them motherfuckers ain't listen to it. Pat doesn't listen to shit that I send him. So this is why you should have heard it, right? Mm-hmm. Lil Nas X. 
That name already just sounds like. All right, so we need to go to commercial break, and then we're gonna come back in our eyes. I'm focused on that finish line, developing a strong mind. Years ago, they stopped making my kind. Yeah, I lose sleep, but it's alright 'cause I'm on the grind. 